You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget right here on Moody Radio 89.3. Well, you're on your way to the office, getting ready to clock in. But what does it mean to be a Christian leader in your workplace in 2023? We're talking about that today with Chris Simpson, who is the newly elected, selected president of CBMC International. Chris, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Eric, Bridget, thanks for having me. What a pleasure. Yeah, okay, so um, you got to tell us a little bit about your history because just don't tell us anything that you'll have to, like, destroy us later because you told us. Just tell us briefly about your history. It's pretty um, wide variety of uh, different things you've done, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, out of college, I went to the Marines as a young officer, and I spent several years there just kind of leading some of the most excellent men and women in the United States. But then in 1999, I went to the Secret Service, and for 23 and a half years, I I, uh, served in that capacity. I protected seven different presidents. I served as a kind of a coordinator for, for Northwest Florida and for Latin America. I had a lot of incredible opportunities. What, what, a, what a unique experience for me. Do you still feel like you have an earpiece in your ear? You know, you know I, I can tell you that, that I had this experience of hearing loss in one ear because I can't switch the earpiece to the other side. I just would never stay properly. Oh, and no. so, so I have one ear that I, I'm like, okay, I've experienced a little bit of loss here. Wow. And are you used to like calling people by code names? That's another Secret Service thing, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we definitely have our call signs for our protectees. Mm. Well, and you know, God's giving you this variety of experience, and now he's called you to lead the Christian Businessmen's Connection International. Tell us a little bit about how how he did that. How did he call you into this position? Sure, that, that's a great question. I, I can tell you about 15 years ago, uh, as I was moving around the Secret Service and, 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 and engaging in different assignments there, God led me into, into in creating and leading ministries. Uh, so about 15 years, I was able to lead ministries in, in Texas and in Northwest Florida in the Destin area. And so I knew that, that he was equipping me and preparing me for something new in this next mm-hmm. season of life. I wasn't exactly sure, but, but I, did, I did feel as though he, his touch was upon me. Mm-hmm. He gave me an anointing to, to speak into people's lives, specifically with the power of the gospel. And so um, about three years ago, my wife Anna and I, as we were kind of engaging in this, this next season, trying to determine kind of what this looks like, um, she and I both felt like, okay, let's with, with faithful expectation— Wait, wait for God to open the appropriate doors. And, and sure enough, as we were, were drawn to South Florida, uh, he began to open doors for this particular ministry uh, that really just grabs my heart with its vision and mission. Why? Why does it grab your heart? What is the mission of CBMC? Well, you know, CBMC in the United States is the Christian Businessman Connection. But internationally, because we're co-ed, it's connecting the men and women of business and marketplace to Christ. And so outside the U.S., we have men and women, uh, brothers and sisters in the faith, uh, experiencing uh, what we call the evangelism and discipleship mission of CBMC, which is to step into that space of men and women who may spend 30 or 40 years of their life going to their businesses, opening the doors of, of, their, of their small businesses or in their boardrooms, whatever it may be, and they're never hearing the good news of Jesus Christ. And, and so these lost and dying people need people who, who can speak to them in their language, who have experience in that same realm, right, who can step into that space and unapologetically say, look, um, there's something missing no matter how many carrots that you have in your hand and foots on the steps of success that you have stepped. Um, without the Savior, there is no hope. And so we're, we're engaged in that mission. And we feel, feel it's incredibly important. I love it. You know, there's also, you said 30 or 40 years they've been going into that office or whatever it is. Um, there's also the reverse of that, that there are um, people who don't realize that they're ambassadors for Christ 
and, you know, they've been going into that office 34 years. They're ambassadors. They don't realize the importance of that role that they have, do they? That's right. And, you know, I love our churches, and we're very good at proclaiming the Word on Sundays, but sometimes we're not great at creating an infrastructure of discipleship. What does that mean? That means, like, once you leave the pew on Sunday, what happens Monday through Friday? And so we have lots of people who are actually doing that, but CBNC says, look, we want to come alongside of you here and help equip you, encourage you, lock arms with you in this very focused mission. Like, like your mission, Phil, your sphere of influence is unique to you. Let, let us come alongside of you and equip you and strengthen you in that so that you may be impactful for the kingdom. Yeah, and there's a sign as we exit our church campus that says you are now entering the mission field. And as you're headed to work today, that's where you're headed as well. Now, before we move on, there's a local event happening in just a few short weeks, a luncheon that you're going to be speaking at, people can connect it to. Sure, CBMC South Florida, we we actually have events pretty much every week kind of throughout the region. I'm going to be speaking at the Boca Raton uh, luncheon on the 14th, uh, Valentine's Day. So Mm. perhaps ask your wife for permission or bring her along uh, to come and and listen. I'm going to share some of my vision for CBMC and some of my own personal story. Uh, it's going to be at Abe and Louie's at noon. Uh, you can go to the cbmc.com website for South Florida and, and register for that event. But we're going to be speaking uh, about what this looks like in South Florida. I'm incredibly excited to join them. Mm-hmm. Well, y- you actually brought to us a list of attributes that mark a leader. And we looked at this list and said, okay, he's going to have to come back. Because I don't know if we can do all 10 of these <laughs> at once. So it might be something that we'll get back on the phone with you or you'll come back up to the studios or whatever it is. But we might want to connect with you again because maybe we'll get through all 10. I doubt it though, Bridget. Mm-hmm. I well, doubt it. Well, I, uh, number one is a great place to start. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where your heart is. Tell us about that first attribute we need to be looking at. Well, you know, Christian leadership is something that's really kind of kind of been on my heart for a lot of years now. I've had incredible opportunities to speak into people's lives via my past positions. And so one of the first things I always talk about is walking daily in intimacy with Jesus Christ. Like like the word intimacy is important here, right? Like that that, that constitutes what? Vulnerability. Like there's no way that we're going to to grow into our roles of leaders in our homes, churches, and communities and workplaces if we're not going to get to that place of vulnerability with the Lord. And so walking in daily intimacy with Him is incredibly important. Otherwise, I'm just walking in my own human strength, right? Which, which because of our finite nature, will eventually result in my need of rescue. Or I can walk in Christ's strength and begin to make actual waves for the kingdom. So what does that look like then? If I'm if I'm walking in this manner that you're talking about. Um, when I step into the business world, what what does it look like for me to do that on a, a moment-to-moment basis? Yeah, so, so before you ever get to that place, before you enter through that doorway, you need to carve out time daily in the Word, in prayer. You need to invite the Lord into that day. Right? We always say, before you engage a person about God, engage God about that person. Mm. And so what that looks like is before I ever enter into my place of work, before I go into my sphere of influence, I'm going to invite God into this. And I'm going to say, Lord, I'm entering into this space. Would you empower me to have the words to speak? Would you, would you give me the opportunity in order to share your good news? And so that's what that looks like. Somebody might be saying, but you don't know where I work. God is not there. <laughs> it's such a maybe a toxic workplace or right. a difficult place. But if God has placed a believer there, there's a reason for that. Oh, Bridget, that's so true. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you, for, for over two decades, actually almost three decades between the Marine Corps and, and, the, and the U.S. Secret Service, I mean, the U.S. government's not known for being the most— friendly place to be open about your faith. Like most people are like, just keep it under, under, your, under your belt and keep it in your home. Um, but like, you know what? I've had an opportunity to model um, Christian love and encouragement for almost three decades. And you'd be surprised what happens as you model this. Like, I don't care how difficult you think the situation is. If you can model Christian love, 
to people, at some point they're going to remember that and they're going to come to you. They're going to ask you, like, why are you different? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what is it about you that, that, that I don't feel and I don't sense? But let me ask you questions about that. And so we, we've seen it be very effective. Mm-hmm. Well, that leads us kind of into the next one because it talks about having relationships where you're accountable with other believers. That's probably inside that office, but maybe it's outside that office even more so. Tell us about the importance of accountability. Yeah, living in accountable relationships with believers, you, you know, one of the taboo words of this kind of new generation of people is accountability. Like, they just hate it. Like, the idea of being accountable to anybody, I'll forget about it, right? Uh, but Christians know that accountability, it isn't oppressive, but rather, it, like, it equals a path to godly wisdom and, and true freedom, right? Like, when a leader falls morally, like, sometimes we see these, these big headlines of, of, a, of a Christian leader, for example, falling morally. You know, my first question is, isn't what happened? It's like, where were their people? Hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if they were living life in accountability with other believers, uh, then, these, then generally it's very difficult to fall because you have other brothers and sisters speaking into your life. Like, hey, I see something in you that looks toxic. We need to talk about this. Like, hey, brother, I love you. What I'm seeing happening right now in your life needs to be addressed. Can, can we talk about this? And so my question is always, where are your people? Hmm. That's incredibly important to have them around you. And I'm not talking 30 or 40. I'm talking about one or two, maybe even three people who you've allowed to to get into your inner circle. They say, hey, look, I'm walking with you. I've seen you at your worst. I'm going nowhere. Well, you talked about vulnerability with Christ, but this also requires vulnerability with others. So true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. You know, most of us you know, generally, especially leaders, like people who, who are at that level of leadership in their life, that no one likes to show their weaknesses. Um, but but we all, I think we know in the, in the Christian faith that, that when you begin to bring your weaknesses into light, that's the moment you begin to sh- actually grow. Mm-hmm. I guess when you say leader, that's that's the difficult thing, right? Are you talking accountability for the person that walks in the office and pays the bills? Or are you talking all of us need this accountability? That's right, Eric. Every single one of us. Like, like if, you're, if you're walking in your faith with Jesus Christ, if you're a disciple called to go out in the Great Commission uh, around the planet, then you are by definition a Christian leader. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're called to step into spaces and model and lead in ways that other people on this planet are not. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's all of us. With or without the title, we're talking with Chris Simpson, who is the president of the Christian Businessmen's Connection International. Number three, I think this probably really lights your fire, doesn't it? Yeah, sharing faith in Christ in my sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. You know, the world is desperate to restrict our faith to our homes and churches, and yet, and yet we're saying that's not us. Like that, that's, I do Christian things because I'm a Christian, and one of those things is to share my faith, the greatest gift that I have. You know, Nehemiah 6, 9 is really one of the verses that, that has kind of been on my heart this year. Is I'm, I'm seeing a lot of my brothers and sisters around the world kind of facing a headwind. And Nehemiah 6, 9 says, you know, let us frighten them that their hands may drop from the work, that it may not be done. And Nehemiah, rather than saying, God, pull me away from this, he says, oh, God, strengthen my hands. Right. So he's not looking for escape. He's, he's rather saying, yes, I'm facing a headwind. Yes, I'm facing some challenges in this environment that, that I've been placed into. And yet here I am. And God strengthened me in this because I'm not going anywhere. Hmm. I guess when, when we're talking about sharing our faith, that for, I don't know, 95% of the people listening right now, it puts up a, oh, no, right? A, a little bit of fear in there. But I, I guess your organization, inviting them to a luncheon, uh, you know, we're, we were talking about uh, faith-based films that are out there, inviting right. them to a movie maybe, uh, in, in inviting them to church. You could right. do that also. But just I guess it's it's doesn't necessarily have to be – you know, turn in your Bibles too. You you can right. uh, be a little more creative than that, I guess, and and have opportunities to speak into their life, like you were saying, 
when that arises. That's so true, Eric. And I think I found one of the most powerful ways to do this is to allow them to listen to someone's testimony. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like that's the one irrefutable story that we all have, right? And, and so it doesn't really matter where you're at in, in your faith walk. If you're listening to someone tell their story of God's faithfulness in their life, uh, it's just irrefutable. And it's, and it's one way to really demonstrate the power of what God is doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so we found that to be very good. Like at our luncheon, like for example, <clears throat> if you come to Boca Raton in a couple of weeks, um, you're going to hear some testimonies. You're going to hear people talk about the impact of of what God is doing in their life. And it's just, it's an incredible thing. And I think it impacts and touches people in a way that, that sometimes just opening the Bible up can't because they, they don't feel the tangible nature sometimes of the Bible stories. But when they see the Bible story actually translated into something happening in your life, uh, then it's real to them. Mm. And sometimes after someone has come to Christ or maybe is already in Christ, we have that opportunity to help them grow in their relationship, which is what you say here, number five. Helping others grow spiritually through life-on-life discipleship. Mm. You know, everyone wants someone to make them happy. That's kind of our human nature 101, right? Um, what we need, however, is someone that's more concerned about making us holy. And uh, that's really one of the greatest acts of love we can ever experience. And so we at CBMC, uh, we actually have created a framework of one-on-one discipleship wherein, look, um, you're going to get the message on Sunday. You're accountable to your local church. We fall under that authority, every single one of us. Um, but once you leave there, we're saying, look, um, we're going to create a framework wherein we can walk with you one-on-one. And it's called, it's unique to us. It's called a Paul and Timothy. It's called the Operation Timothy. Uh, we have a Paul, which is a believer who perhaps has had quite a few years walking with the Lord. And then we have a Timothy who may have not had as many years together. And so we, we pair them together. And this Paul and Timothy, they walk together in a one-on-one discipleship relationship. And this Paul, um, his or her entire mission um, is to create in you Christ-likeness, <laughs> not to make you happy. I mean, that, that's, what, that's what the world wants, but, but God is more concerned with you being holy. And so that's what that looks like. Wow. Well, I told you we weren't going to get through all of these, but, you know— um, <laughs> The one thing I'm thinking of in the business world, the phrase is often heard, dog eat dog. So as you talk about these things, um, the person that you're working with might have their defenses up and might be struggling to believe that you're trying to influence them for Christ, right? And it's, it's less about how much money are we making and more about making disciples, like you've said. How do we get past that barrier of... This is just a dog-eat-dog world. Right, right. I don't think we have to convince many people. I think they understand that they feel – look, if people are honest about themselves, um, no matter how many assets they have or how many achievements they've attained, there's a void. Mm. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason that that, that Hollywood and celebrity issues exist because they understand. They feel the void. So you don't have to explain that to them. Really, uh, for me, in my my career, I've had great success just having difficult conversations with people. You know, sometimes the most loving thing you can do uh, is to have a difficult conversation with somebody, and they may not like it. But, but I've had conversations where, look, um, you need to live an integrated life with proper life priorities. Like if you're willing to place on the chopping block those closest to you, those who in, on planet Earth you've been given unique care over, if you're willing to place them in the chopping block for another wrong in the life success, um, can I love you and tell you you don't have the DNA of a leader? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you have the DNA of a taker. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I just have difficult conversations with people. But you have to have that. You have to be vulnerable at that point where they, they trust you and they know that you care for them to have those types of conversations. And so I've just done that, you know, because you know, the life of priorities uh, as they're kind of going through their daily grind and they're, they're, they're going through the steps that it takes to be successful. Like I asked them, I'm like, hey, look, um, how's your home? 
Like, like what, is your, what does it look like in the, that, that most inner concentric circle of your life? You know, and he's like, well, I'm struggling. Of course. But why? Because you're, you're looking beyond that circle to the horizon. Can I draw you back in? Like those closest to you expect the greatest amount of your investment. If you're giving the great amount of your investment uh, three layers out, then you're, then you're missing an incredible opportunity to be blessed mm-hmm. and be a blessing. Well, so much of what we talked about here today is really in action at the South Florida version of the Christian Businessmen's Connection. There's upcoming events you could be a part of. We've got it linked on our webpage, ericandbridget.org. All right. We're definitely going to have to have you back, Chris. Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Well, guys, thanks so much. What a pleasure. And if you want to come and check us out, we're at cbmcint.org. And we're in 96 countries around the world. We're 40,000 members. We're just sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ everywhere we can. Yeah, we've linked at our website website, ericandbridget.org.